For those who know what's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who've sacrificed relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Base Agenda. 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 This is Bufo Bufo and you're listening to the Base Agenda Radio Show. To base agenda this month we've got a guest for you in part one and a stack of promos and new stuff for you in part two first up our guest is bufo bufo the artist name of ben murphy the man behind ritual poison label author music journalist and as you'll hear as we go through the first hour or so of the show make with some really cool dope electronic music Later on in part two, we'll have new stuff from the likes of Defects, Kronos Device, Marshall Applewhite, The Droid, and many more. Plus, I'll be saying thanks, doing a shout out to the people who've helped this show happen, the backers of Base Agenda on the Base Agenda Patreon page. Enjoy the show. Thank you. 
It's basically, um, it's like, you know how animals have their, um, they have their scientific names, which are like, um, which are basically like Latin names, which is yeah. like the, the true classification of an animal. It will have right. its like name in English, for instance, and then in brackets after it will have its scientific right. name. The common toad is the Bufo Bufo. I don't know, I, I think it's just like, I think having seen it written down, I thought there was just something quite funny about the repetition of it. Um, I like the double, the double word. Yeah. Um, right. It turns out, since I've looked into it, that there's lots of examples of that with these scientific names where they just double the names. Like, um, it's called like um, a tautonym, where it's just like a, a doubling. And like, for instance, the red fox, the classic fox, is a vulpus vulpus. Um, so it could have ended up being that, um, but there's, yeah, there's loads of them. But just the Bufo Bufo, I, I quite like Toad, some people like, um, some people don't like I was like just thinking it. back to the, lo the logo that I've seen, uh, so yeah. it's a toad not, toad, not a Frog, that's what, ah. Man, that, that gives you an endless supply of possible track titles. I mean, well, there's that as well, yeah. <laughs> you're never going to run out, man. <laughs> The other reason I wanted to do this is, I mean, we don't have to go too much into the journalism and whatnot if you don't want to, but I was just really going back to when we first had any kind of interaction. Yeah. It was at a time that I can remember, certainly from my point of view, running the label and running this, it felt like Electro was never getting the attention it deserved. And, and I still yeah. feel like you were one of the few people out there who actually got it. Mm. Um, and you know you, what you did in DJ Mag and the you know the, the 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 review section that came on board and that was to me was like really really cool and to see where Electro I don't feel like that about Electro now do you know what I mean I actually feel like it's getting some kudos yeah um, so yeah I think I think you must have been part of that man so well, uh, I'd like to think so I mean like that in terms of like my work any of my writing work what it's always been about is like sharing stuff and like trying to put mm. people on to things like 
well, often with it anyway, is putting people onto things that I think are good. You know, I, I've found that like some people's perception of what music journalism is, is that it's this kind of thing where people just criticize things and put them down or whatever. And mm. to me, that was never my experience of it. When I, mm. you know, started reading things like Enemy and Select Magazine and things like that when I was yep. growing up, like, I like them because they, and um, Jockey Slut as well, they put me on to a lot of music. You know, I discovered so much, like, especially like I had a subscription to Jockey Slut back in the day. Mm. And that, like, kind of opened my ears to so much really good music, really good underground music. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a part of discovery and that's what made me want to get into it mm. and it's just that sharing thing like if someone else discovers something good through what they've read of mine then it's job done Basically, I had Ableton, mm. and I I downloaded it. Basically, um, a mate kind of sorted me out with like a version of it through my work, basically. And um, I thought I'll give it a go. I thought I'll give it a try. I didn't really kind of believe that like I could do anything at all. And I started kind of tinkering with it a bit, um, and then. It was kind of quite fun, and I sent like some things. This was a really long time ago. This is probably about 2012 or something like that. Right. And I sent these things to like like a couple of friends, and they just said, "Yeah, this is this is quite cool. You know, you should it's quite cool. <laughs> you should um, keep going. You know, you should try and do more. You, you know." And I kind of thought, "I'll I'll just keep like doing the odd thing here and there," but I didn't take it seriously at all. And right. then I'm not really sure what it was. I think I just kind of got more interested bit by bit just trying more more things mm. and then 
at some point I just kind of started to think, yeah, these are actually like, these could actually go somewhere. But it was quite a long process, to be honest, of kind of like building up in confidence. I mean, it, it's kind of like an obsession, really. And like once I got going with it and actually realised it was possible to do mm. it, kind of like just a lot of my spare time is taken up just doing that, really. Yeah, I yeah. just really, I absolutely love it. Radioactive Man, you're listening to Base Agenda. terms of electro I think like it's one where I just I tapped into it and it just I really enjoyed making it and it came together quite fast and I kind of felt like it was 
because I think electro is actually really quite hard to make to make it well mm. and I think like there are many many tunes that I've done that just like which have not made it have not been released and are just you know just gonna stay unreleased but that mm. was one that I felt like yeah it's actually worked and mm. I kind of like tried to get that I guess that kind of mixture of like of the a bit, a bit of the electro funk kind of baseline in there but also yeah. like the, the the kind of drifty slightly mystical kind of thing going on mm. which yeah, is yeah. like that mixture mm. yeah it works man for sure release that's kind of going to be out um going to be out end of this month end of november but um is that diffuse on diffuse reality that's no that that one's on dream ticket because there's a different there's a different release um coming out there but um okay. again that one was one where i felt like i just kind of tried to move in another direction with the electro production and i was trying to 
come up with something a bit more kind of swung and a bit more kind of wonky sounding in terms of the beats. But then with, um, and, but I just was really happy with how the synths came together and stuff with that one. I was kind of trying to do like, almost like a bit of a John Carpenter style bass line where they would end like weird kind of like, like it, yeah. stunning melodies. And I think it, it kind of came together. because I kind of felt like with that tune it's one of I think it's one of the best ones that I've done so far it really felt like one I mean it, it took a bit of work to, to make it slot into place when I was making it but once I'd done it I felt like it was something I felt like it was something good mm. and then when I sent it over to Anil Lau who runs Further Electronics mm. who ended up putting it out he was just he really loved it and he was like wow this is really good and it's one of those ones that seems to have really struck a chord with people
as well as the beats there's like there's almost like a it's like a droning sound in the background like yeah. Into, yeah do you know where i'm coming yeah. from yeah it's like a, it's a weird loop <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really cool yeah. it's really cool thank you, thank you yeah but i felt like i almost didn't really understand why people i was really happy with it i almost didn't quite understand why people really gravitated to that one mm. but i'm really glad they did and i kind of felt like that's where things really started to fall into place and that because of the really good response to that i think it really spurred me on massively to start making more and it became i became definitely way more prolific i think after that it gave me a but it gave me a boost of a kind of confidence literally just really wanted to make an ambient track um it was one of those examples where it did work I, again it's, it's one that i've tried to do a few times since and it hasn't always worked out i think i often get kind of tempted to sort of like crank the speed up and slap loads of brakes stuff, stuff like that but um, but in that instance again it was one where the elements kind of seem to come together quite naturally mm. and um yeah i just i wanted to kind of create that kind of like more drifty i suppose it's like again it's like a tribute to some of these some of the early 90s kind of what kind of stuff you know kind of artificial intelligence um compositions um to an extent i mean it doesn't sound anything like olteca but um but i love the album amber by olteca that's like definitely one of my favorite
Anderson's a really cool title, man, I must say. Thank you. I really like it. <laughs> I do like to name a lot of tunes about things to do with nature, you know, because um, I'm like massively into that. And um, when I listen back to it, I was kind of imagining this like tiny, tiny organisms kind of like floating in the in the water, you know. Mm. Um, and I just yeah, zooplankton, this minuscule kind of thing, but like that is moving about, drifting about in the yeah. I like that because if you, if you uh, as you say that, I can picture it like in mm. in, in an Attenborough program and that track as the soundtrack. That that yeah. I get it, man. That's really cool. I like that. Hearing, hearing hip hop, definitely like um, things like two of the first albums that I ever bought on tape were um, Della Soul is Dead and uh, Delight World Clip, which uh, which both, I mean, still stand up as I, I think amazing albums. And you know, and I think that was like even then quite a big kind of influence because you know, on like. That D-Light album, as well as obviously Groovers in the Heart, you've got things like What Is Love, an amazing acid track. Mm. Then you've got but but basically from that, hip hop was a complete obsession of mine from about the age of 12 till 16. Right. To the extent that I got more and more into it, I was reading the Source magazine, which like I really loved, and like I was going to buy like import rap tapes. Tape was my kind of like preferred format back then. Um, from like HMV and um, HMV and Virgin Megastore in um, on Oxford Street, which used to have, they were like the only places where you could get those kind of like import tapes. You know, mm. I just used to like it was like a treasure trove. Like looking through the amazing huge selections which they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh wow! And it was just those stores were huge, weren't they? As well, they were like. Massive. I mean, I, it's, it's kind of unbelievable to think of it nowadays.
been into like hip hop for so long and then like to hear someone do something kind of different with it this kind yeah. of like very different kind of still the amazing mm. uh, amazing beats and stuff but then to create all these um, all these layers and all these progressions within the track um, it blew, blew my mind that it was made purely from samples I just could not get yeah. my head around that it was yeah. kind of taking what Prince Paul did with De La Soul and then kind of stretching it out into this kind of weirder, really, I mean, trip-hop is like, you know, it, it, people hate that term, don't they, nowadays, kind of thing, but it, it, it does yeah. take you on a, it does take your, your mind on a bit of a journey, I think. And also, like, learning later on, samples like Tangerine Dream and stuff like that was pretty mad. Mm. To find yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that one on that album, on the introducing album, that one I think really stuck out to me. And when I remember when I first listening to it, just on the train, I think I put it in my Walkman. And I think it was that track in particular where I was like, right, I'm I'm sold on this. I'm really into it. And I think when when you asked me about some of the, my favourites, definitely I, I had to think. If I'm honest, what are the things that have really stuck with me? And I think that is definitely one of them. Some stuff with warp. Yeah, I did. Um, I did the liner notes of the reissue of um, of B12 of B12's oh, wow. album. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was yeah. just really good fun to do. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was like it was quite an honour to to be able to do that. You know, warp. It's been you know a huge a huge inspiration to me musically. Um, certainly in terms of the earlier stuff. If I'm yeah. completely honest, I'm not. I'm not quite as interested in what they do nowadays. But, um, mm. but certainly in terms of like the early '90s period, the artificial intelligence stuff, and like obviously LFO being like a yeah. enormous kind of like influence on me.
Hallo, ich bin Helena Hauf und ihr hört Base Gender Radio. Still to this day by LFO, LFO, um, Leeds Warehouse Mix. Like that tune to me, it's, it's actually possibly not my favorite of theirs, but that I still think is complete perfection. I don't yeah. think you get any better than that as a, a dance tune. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. It's a, yeah, as you say, perfection. I mean, and the production, I mean, I, I was listening to Tied Up, which you chose. Yeah. Uh, which I haven't listened to for quite a long time, actually. I'm glad you chose it because it kind of reminded me. And it's just, it's just fucking mad, man. And if, <laughs> yeah. I just think it's fantastic. I can't block it. It's, it's such a tune. Basically, that was like probably one of the first kind of like serious dance 12s that I remember buying. Um, right. And just like it just took my head off, just took my head clean off that tune. Mm. And I actually had another listen to it today. And it still gives me almost like an out-of-body experience listening to it. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like it's just like such a rush listening to it. And yeah, I yeah. think it's so weird that that tune obviously is massively overshadowed by um, by their debut album and and obviously um, that track LFO itself, more hmm. um, back, yeah. etc. etc. But the thing is that tune. I don't, don't know why people don't talk about it because it's just like. Mm. This mad industrial hip hop kind of electro thing that I don't think anyone else made anything really like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got so many elements in there and they all work well together, don't they? You've got a really mad kind of heavy acid sound and you've got that melody in the middle. Yeah. You know, that kind of twinkly music box kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. No, nice choice, man. Really, really, really cool.
Stops to get hazy To the sure shot beat Choose you to the bone Cause the chili beats On the microphone To your mind is floating Like you're in a dream And you feel so good That you gotta scream A jam on it A jam on it And on and on and on and on Cause the beat don't stop Till everybody gone And that doesn't happen To the break of dawn Clean out your ears And you open your eye If you wanna hear the music Just come alive If you don't know how Get ready to learn Cause Cosmo's taking his turn to burn Take a seat And no in the seat Then you add M.O. Man, I looked up at me, he said you rock. 
so naturally I said now that you've learned the deal Let me tell you why I'm so for real I'm Cosmo D from outer space I can do rock the human race I do it right because I can't do it wrong That's why the whole world is singing this song Jam on it I say jam, 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 jam on it And stay to the night and night turns the day Whatever time it is I want to hear you say Jam on it I say jam on it Sure shot, baby, that'll rock your soul. Jam on it. A jam on it. I said jam, jam on it. Get out of your seat and jam to the beat. And don't you dare stop your early morning. Jam on it. I mean, that tune is just perfection. It's just, again, it's another perfect track. It's like, it's got so much funk. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's <laughs> also like a perfect fusion of hip hop and electronic music for me, in the sense that, you know, you've got an acid line in there. You've got like a really early acid line, yeah, yeah. which was sampled by like, I think it was Nightmares and sampled it. I can't remember. Um, someone sampled it. And mm-hmm. like the fact that it's such a bridging kind of track, um, and just yeah, just to put the and also just elements of the production, like that kind of dark pad at the beginning, that yeah. kind of like gives you like shivers down the spine kind of thing, and then you know it's just the construction of the elements, you know. But then you've got the kind of humour in there as well with the kind of wiki yeah. wiki wiki uh, yeah, yeah. voices, um, and I would say like. Um, as like an adjunct to that, another track that I absolutely love on that kind of tip is like Hashim Al Nafaish as well, um, as another like wicked early electro track that mm. sounds like super electronic as well. Yeah, as that kind of just amazing baseline. I think I think both of those things just it's the baselines really that are the. The core, and I, I think bass lines generally is like a huge thing for me. That's something that I gravitate to.
I hadn't heard that Kingpin Cartel track before. At least I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think I had anyway. Um, that's a funky little one, isn't it? I like that. Really cool. Love that. Yeah, Mark Broom. I can't remember the other guy um, who did that with him, but um, yeah, that tune, just when I first heard that, um, I absolutely loved it and I had to seek it out, get it mm. on distance. Um, yeah, mm. again, again, it's got it's that it kind of electro-funk angle, very much like bringing yeah. in those kind of 80s, um, 80s kind of boogie influences, those synths and... Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a sucker for that. It, again, it's the bass line. I just absolutely love the bass line. So you mentioned um, obviously Ableton, but then you also mentioned some hardware. So what are you using on the on the hardware front? Yeah, um, so basically I used the, I recently got um, the Cyclone TT303 base bot, which is like a 303 clone, but, okay. um, but it's just super nice. I mean, basically uh, like beyond the actual original 303, I think it's probably one of the best kind of emulations you can get one, one, one of the best kind of clones mm. and I'm just absolutely loving using that in recent times um, but in terms of like regular things I use like the Minilog called Minilog oh, yeah. um, big fan of that um, there's this Roland desktop synth um, the SEO2 which was like something they made it was like a collaboration they made with Studio Electronics that's been on quite a few of my tunes that's like it's really nice for like weird leads and kind of kind of like growly kind of bass lines um mm. i think i've heard that it's a bit like um a moog or moog or whatever mm. i don't know because I've, I've never had one or i've never i've never used one but um but that's a really nice synth and i don't really hear many people talking about that so i think it might mm. um hopefully has a bit of a sound of itself yeah yeah secret um, weapon Possibly. <laughs> Maybe I should edit that bit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we've got another hour or so of good music coming up, including the rest of Bufo Bufo selections. Just wanted to uh, give a quick shout out to a few people. Uh, not long ago, about three weeks ago, I launched the uh, Patreon page for Base Agenda, patreon.com slash Base Agenda. Uh, I've been doing this thing for 10 years, managed to fund it all myself pretty much. But uh, as you may have noticed, <laughs> I'm sure we all noticed, uh, times are a little bit difficult. So um, yeah, put together the Patreon page, basically uh, give away a little bit of extra content, some voice-free versions of the show, uh, a couple of discounts on there, a few other bits and pieces. Head over to the page to find out more. But I wanted to give a shout out to those who already signed up. Really appreciate their support. So nice and quick. Big shout out and thanks. One love out to uh, Quadlift, to David Bora, to Mstep, to Vileman, to ESO172-7, to Tim Checkley, my man from uh, Go Nuclear, 
to Gregory KR, to Canvax, aka Danny, to DJ Night Nurse, Jamie Ridgeway, and my good friend TF Hats. Thanks to all of you guys have been able to pay the renewal on the Base Agenda website this month. I should mention too, uh, one of the benefits of joining the Base Agenda Patreon community is I also add you, if you're an artist or a DJ, to the SoundCloud community playlist on the Base Agenda page, approaching 9,000 followers on there. That playlist will always be on the front page there. Make sure you check out the guys who are supporting the show. Check out their music. You can do that by heading over to soundcloud.com slash bassagenda slash sets slash bass dash agenda dash community dash members. Nice and catchy for you. But don't take it for granted. Your support means a huge amount and will definitely help me keep this thing going. Time to get back into the music. Another brilliant selection from Bufo Bufo, one of his influences, Atles by Carl Craig. Thank you. 
by Carl Craig. That is phenomenal. Somebody needs to do like a three hour non-stop version of that. I'd quite happily listen to it end to end. It's just every time it fucking hypnotizes me. <laughs> yeah, that tune is just like... Amazing. That was one of those ones that I think um, just kind of like discovering Detroit techno and right. and kind of finding the, the stuff that I liked within it. That mm. album, um, that Cold Craig album, was it more songs about food and revolutionary art? I can't remember the name exactly right now, but um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, at Frack, Atlas was the one that I mean. There's a few absolutely killer tunes on that album, but that mm. one in particular, everything about it, you know, it's that descending kind of melody, as you say, yeah. it's so hypnotic, mm. and I love, I love those kind of like mystical but at the same time um really kind of emotive melodies yeah. i think that's something i kind of strive to do like not maybe not consciously trying to be like cole craig but it's definitely something that has influenced me mm. um okay. it's something yeah. that i really love in electronic music and i kind of I, I seek it out and i think he totally nailed it on that and also the beats on that are just so nice yeah for sure i mean i, I um it's funny because it, it's I mean, obviously there's a lot of loops in, in electronic music, but that there's something about, and I still can't put it into words really, but there's something about that loop. Mm. That every, you, every time it finishes, you, you can't wait for, to hear it again. Mm. Whereas in other in some stuff, it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's I think it's what you said, it's that feeling, how, how you get that feeling out of a machine is, is mm. special and really special. I'm sure you know this version, I'm, I, I, the, um, he did a rework of that on it was in his own orchestra. Oh yeah. Did you have you heard you I'm sure you've heard that, have you? I think I have, because that was that like a more kind of jazz. Yeah, kind of, yeah. There's an yeah, incredible think, bass line on that like, it's only for the like the last minute, I think, of the track, but there's a real if you if we're talking about bass lines. Yeah, man. Now revisit if you haven't, that's just really cool. We'll do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, nice selections, man. Really cool. Really cool. Tonal Spider, that's wicked, man. I like that as well. Really tight. Really good, isn't it? 
yeah, yeah, pretty good. And that uh, little, little switch to four four towards the end is is a bit of a bit of a surprise, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, I actually played out a few weekends ago, and I played that, and it's such a great tune for like bridging. But yeah, I, I chose that because um, basically I released Moy's first EP um, a couple of years ago um, on Batrachian, which is like my, which is the side label of side label of Ritual Poison, which like purely my label, and okay. it's more it's more kind of geared towards kind of electro and um, an electronica kind of um, beats. Um, a bit more so than Ritual Poison, although Ritual Poison has released stuff like that as well. But um, hmm. but yeah, basically his stuff completely blew me away. And like he's a mate now, he lives in Norwich as well. But um, he'd been buying some records on Ritual Poison, and he sent through some um, some demos. Um, hmm. Just just like got talking on email sort of thing. Right. And I checked them out, they were amazing. And ended up putting out his first EP, the Era 502 EP, um, and which just like really resonated with people. I think one track in particular, Wisdom Track, um, people just oh. absolutely loved it. And, um, uh, uh, yes, that one, I do remember that track. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I think basically, on the show, yeah. yeah. Um, and then since then, he's just been kind of like, he's been releasing so much stuff and like mm. some great really really great EPs um, but this is off one of his recent um, self-released EPs it's, it's actually a lot more stripped down than a lot of his stuff a lot of his stuff more um, more melodic and more acidic but this one I just thought was just such a it was just like stripping right down to the to the groove and the bass line and it's so addictive when you hear it just like keeps coming in you're like, oh yeah, and then as you say, like that switch up to the four four is just like yeah. takes the energy up. because I've released quite a bit. But yeah, man, guy's just a, just a creative animal. So uh, under my spell, man, why that one? Really cool groove on it. Um, I, I absolutely love it. It's kind of, um, again, it's like, it's got a lot of funk to it. You know, it's like, you can hear the kind of funk lineage in there. But yeah. then again, it's got a really beautiful kind of like, um, what would you call it? Almost like a Rhodes keyboard kind of melody mm. going over that. And I just think, but the beats were really nice as well. And I think it's just a great example of like a kind of classic electro groove. Um, I think I kind of often find myself, as much as I like the super futuristic 
and um, all kind of dystopian sounding electro stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I often gravitate more towards the funkier kind of end of it. Um, mm. And I think like it's such a great example of that, you know, such a great modern example of that. Mm. But he, as you say, he's done some really, really great stuff, like a real variety of great stuff. This Detroit's filthiest, and you're listening to the number one underground bass agenda.
terms of the future, obviously you've mentioned a couple of bits. We, we spoke about the um, Diffuse Reality thing, which is due, is it this month? Yeah, so there's um, there's this release for Dream Ticket, the Green Portal EP, which okay. um, that's out um, some point this month, um, mm. in the next week or so, I think. And then there's one for Diffuse Reality, yeah, which is definitely out end of the month, which cool. is Leaf Mining EP. Well, I don't know if you, if you call it an album or an EP, it's like seven tracks, I guess it's kind of in, in between, but um, but there's that and that's kind of musically quite varied, that's kind of, there's some, a little bit of ambient stuff on there, there's okay. like a kind of, kind of almost housey track, there's an electro tune on there, breakbeat, so it's kind of like a real, a real mishmash, but I'm really happy with how it turned out. Yeah, I've got a couple of other bits, but it's probably... Yeah, it's yeah. definitely too early to work them at the minute, but um, they're always like, working on new music and um, I sometimes think I'm kind of slowing down, I need to take a break and then that will last about a day. <laughs> I'll just be like, on it again, so. Proper addict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
Bufo Bufo, thanks to him for taking part in the show. Love and thanks to him for being a key part of the scene, keeping the electro alive and on the radar for all this time. Make sure you check him out, keep an eye on him. Got plenty coming up by the sounds of things. This is the last track for this section by him. It's uh, Inside Your Mind. Coming up next, we're going to see what else is around. First up, a nice wonky track from someone I discovered through the uh, Base Agenda Patreon page. Very kindly supported me, so I'm supporting him. This is uh, M Step, track called Polyploidy. Thank you. 
this is the droid and you're listening to base agenda
This is Marshall Applewhite, and you're listening to Base Agenda. Step we had the droid track called Occlude taken from his new EP uh, called Decline. Then we had Kronos Device, the welcome return of Kronos Device track called Subatomics. Then we had Control Your Mind from Defect. Then Malfunction from Negotious Man. We're sitting on top of Marshall Applewhite here, track called Hustle featuring Project Pat. And up after this, got some crazy stuff for you, something really different on uh, Assembler Code and uh, Jensen Interceptor's label track called Area 4 by JLZ.
This is Francois Dillinger. You're listening to Base Agenda. Slowing things down now a little bit for the last couple of tracks. Something new here from Zeta Reticular. Remixed by the excellent Francois Dillinger. Track is called Planets Surface. Great to see those guys working together. Shout out to both of them. Thank <laughs> you. 
show here on Broken Toys, Bogger with a track called Spine. Gonna let this one play out to close the show. Big thanks out again to Ben Murphy aka Bufo Bufo for taking part in Bass Agenda. If you want the full track list and download of the show it'll be available first alongside a voice free version of the show. It's uh, patreon.com slash bassagenda. Loads of other extra content on there from recent episodes and uh, some past stuff as well. It'll also be released at some point next week via soundcloud.com slash bassagenda and the uh, usual iTunes feed, etc. Have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next month with Sean Rudiman. Got some great stuff in the pipeline for that one. Cheers.